Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Marvel toys, as well as Star Wars, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Hello and welcome to issue 162 of Marvelicious Toys. This is Marjorie. This is Arnie. And this is Justin. And I got scammed, guys. <laughs> it can happen to you, folks. Bootleggers. We are going to be doing investigative journalism and an expose. Are you going to win, what, a Pulitzer Prize for this? It's, I guarantee you, we will have more revelations than when Geraldo Rivera opened Al Capone's vaults. And that's not saying much. No, that was really <laughs> sad. We'll have a lot less buildup and more content. That's a promise. But we found all of this out at C2E2, which happened a week and a half ago now. And Justin, you made the trek. Oh, yeah. What is it that draw you out this year? You know, just timing. It just happened to fall at a time where I was like, all right, be a good long weekend. Probably should have timed it out a little bit better. My only regrets are not being there Friday all day and Saturday all day. But, you know, other than that, it was it was well worth the drive. So you felt like you didn't get to see enough of the show? A little bit, but at the same time, it's always fun to have an extra day where after you hear from other people like, oh, did you see this or that? It's like, oh, no, but I'll check that out tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't have that tomorrow this time, you know? Well, I can't say that I feel you missed a ton as far as stuff on the floor goes. That said... It was, again, a great con. Had so much fun. Marjorie and I drove up Thursday night, and we were there for all three days. So with this being your first C2E2, Justin, what did you think of it overall? Like, the layout, the convention center? Yeah, first of all, I was impressed with the convention center. I, I kind of dig the space in there. I mean, this, as opposed to San Diego, which seems like a big, long, big box, this seemed like a big tall square box that's it seems like there's probably more room in there i don't know maybe it's because the ceilings are higher i don't know what do you think do you feel like there's more floor space it feels like there's more floor space but just to give you a concept on how big mccormick center is you we were only in one of their buildings they're huge it's the world's or at least the country's largest convention center i, I think it is and it looks like they're adding on to it, so they're going to just keep that title going. McCormick Place is the largest convention, largest single convention center in the United States. There's 2.6 million square feet of prime space. Dang. San Diego's not even in the top three. So what do you think? Do you think they have as much floor space as what's devoted to the con in, in San Diego? Oh, oh no, 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 no. I mean, no? the key here is I felt like this year... There was a lot of wasted space. First of all, Marjorie was planning on getting a tattoo at this con. She had, it was my Christmas gift to her. I had 
ex-men noir artist Dennis Calero, who's a really cool guy. I hired him to draw a Wolverine noir tattoo for Marjorie, and she was going to get it at the con where she got her Winter Soldier tattoo a couple years ago. And they took away the tattoo pavilion, and there was just empty space. They took away... a felt like a couple of rows of Artist Alley. Like, Artist Alley used to go all the way to the corner where the shopping was and now it was like halfway up there were just huge areas of the floor on the outskirts that were just big empty space and you do not see that at san diego no and back where the autograph area was i noticed they had really long rows for every single person that autographs which then made you feel kind of bad and we'll get to that a little later with someone we went and got an autograph from because you know, here they have, you know, it seems like a 500 foot long line and there's no one in it. And you're walking in the whole thing all the way up to this person. Yeah, I made it to that area, too. And I was kind of like, wow, this is weird. But as far as size goes, it's maybe a quarter of Comic-Con's exhibit hall. I mean, think about the big booths, Justin. Think about the movie studios and sci-fi and their, when Pirates of the Caribbean brought a freaking boat and put it on the exhibit floor. You're right. You know what's throwing me off? You're right. It's that empty space around the edges that made this place seem bigger or more spacious. But you're right. It's San Diego is just jam-packed and with huge stuff. So you're right. It's It's nowhere near as big. But I really liked it. Friday we went and the place was dead empty. Like we were thinking, is attendance down? Is this not going to do so well? It gave us a great chance to walk around. I mean, we mentioned John Cusack. We barely had to wait for John Cusack's autograph. I mean, it was that amazing. Nice. And he was nice. He actually smiled and shook hands. I mean, I didn't get a chance to go to his panel, but it was on YouTube. So I've downloaded it to watch later. Apparently he talks one crazy summer. Yay. Nice. But the other autograph we got was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Deathlock J. August Richards. Buffy fans or Angel fans know him as Gunn. And this one was a little bit weird because he had no line. And I'm like, well, I guess now's the time to get that autograph. Yeah. So we had to make that very long walk. Right towards him. Yeah. And he's like looking down like he knows money's coming. But I mean, (laughs) we're too far away to start talking. And (laughs) it was incredibly awkward. And so then he finally looks up when we're like 20 feet away. So Marjorie, you did the funniest thing. I go, oh, I'm actually going over here. (laughs) (laughs) That's mean. He was really nice. And... You know, we chatted a little bit. You know what I can say, though? Honestly, I got thinking about this with J. August Richards. The first person who I had signed my Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. DVD, B.J. Britt, who was triplet on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a few episodes. And that guy was so nice at Wizard World. I mean, he just chatted us up. He also had no line. Mm-hmm. And he was just happy to have a conversation and then we met Ming-Na Wen at one of the conventions, got her to sign. She it was last was, year at C2E2. Yeah, she was incredibly nice to everyone. And mm-hmm. But then at a recent Wizard World, we met briefly Chloe Bennett and Elizabeth Henstridge. And you talked about how Elizabeth Henstridge opened the door for you. I honestly think the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast are Hollywood's nicest people gathered on a set. These people have all been really cool. Isn't their show just like on the bubble every year, though? Yeah, they're just happy to still be working. 
maybe so, but they're really cool people. If you have a chance to meet an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I suggest you do so. Now, we had Daryl there, too, and he was having fun with us. He's one of our video editors, sometimes guest, and he got to play with Arnie on Saturday to do the Arnie must stop at every booth and look at it thoroughly game that Arnie likes to play. <laughs> Arnie was looking for a few specific things, and that's always harder. Could you go into every booth and, like, examine it for, like, five minutes? And it was, like, four o'clock, and we were still not finished. <laughs> there was a lot of good booths to stop at and shop. Yes, there were. Yeah, and what's funny is Daryl and I were walking Sunday morning back from Artist Alley, and we're behind two girls who were complaining that every other booth had, like, these comics in it. And why are there so many comics here? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So what did you buy, Justin, on your first trip to C2E2? You know what? Not much Marvel stuff. I'll say that. And it's not because there wasn't people offering Marvel stuff, but it's just... You know, I'm at a point where I don't remember if we talked about this on the show or not, but I'm pretty much caught up on modern Marvel stuff. And my my list of holy grails has shrunk down to like the size of a, a spider hulk. Oh, it's <laughs> still spider hulk because, you know, we still check for you. Yeah. And he's still he's still out there. And, you know, the prices have never gone down. Yeah. And at this point, I'm I'm hoping for maybe just a return of spider hulk. Maybe just make it a build a figure at some point. But yeah, I mean, other than that, there was plenty of booths where if I felt like it, I could have spent three hours digging through their bins of baggied loose figures. But, eh, you know, having only one day, I kind of I perused more than I shopped. I don't look through the loose figure bins that much just because even though there are a couple loose figures I would actually be looking for or, or would take loose the time I would spend looking through those bins when I only want like two or three figures that they probably don't have makes the time there not quite worth it. When I can get all these figures loose and probably pay 10 to $15 more, but save myself a lot of time and frustration on eBay. Yeah. And part of the fun of that used to be finding older figures that you forgot about or maybe even didn't know existed, but as time goes on, there's less and less of those types of figures. So you're right. Spending that much time just isn't in the cards, especially when you have just a one day trip planned. If it's baggied, I will not look. Now, I have gotten you a couple loose figures before when they have nice displays. When they have them in a lineup and I can just look quickly and not feel like I'm going through boxes and boxes of them. Right. That I'll do. <laughs> I did make a few purchases. I got some more Secret Wars stuff. And I'm not talking about the new one. I'm talking about the 1980s Mattel toys. Yeah, we found one of those dreaded comic booths with the Secret Wars stuff in the back. And I wheeled and dealed for you. I got Tower of Doom, open but complete. And the box was so well-preserved, I thought it was not opened. Wow. The Doom Roller, never been opened. And Freedom Fighter, Opened complete, but again, a crazy good box. I looked these up online. I talked the guy down to 150, which is a steal for the condition these were in. For all three? For all three. Mm-hmm. Nice. I would expect that just for the Doom Castle, Doom Tower. I've seen the Doom Tower alone go for 100, sell for 100 in not as good condition as this one. Yeah, that was a great bargain on those. I think he was looking for... 85 for the tower and 40 for the doom roller and 50 for the 
freedom fighter. I remember I I talked him down from if I bought each separately, it would have been one ninety. Yeah, I think you got a heck of a deal there. So that was the big purchase. The other thing that I went nuts on this convention were what we unofficially call, I don't know if this is actual a term, but Flegos, the fake Legos. Yeah. There's so many of those at cons. And they're so fun. And I just really like the little minifigures for Legos. That's all I really like because I can't build that stuff. Andrew makes fun of me because I can't build them. You couldn't even build the rocket raccoon and it had five pieces. That's correct. You had to call me over because you put his tail on backwards. That is true. (laughs) But I've kind of shied away. I'll sometimes pick up a few of them here and there. Interesting, though. Usually the main figures are about $3 and five for $10 is how it often goes. But the big figures, your hulks, your things, those are $10 a figure because they're hefty, take more to fake. And those are the ones I'm often drawn to is like Red Hulk, Green Hulk. This con, I noticed multiple booths, big figures and Deadpools are $10. Hmm. That's just good marketing. <laughs> yeah, it's a little jerky. It's like, <laughs> really? Well, if you would have liked Deadpool last year, you would have got them cheaper. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they had every flavor of Deadpool you could want. But I, I found myself looking at the booths harder because it, in January in New Orleans, I took a picture and posted it to Facebook, specifically for you, Justin, of translucent Flego hulks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, our video editor, Barrett, saw those. And when we were halfway back from New Orleans, texted me, hey, can you grab me some translucent hulks? <laughs> And so I've been looking for him ever since. And at C2E2, I finally found him, the Translucent Hulk set of smoky and green. And it was kind of fun to get. But because I was looking, I found some other fun ones. Like I bought Marjorie a Galactus, which is crazy fun because it's like he's on stilts. He's just he's got longer legs than your normal Lego people. Yeah, you posted a picture of that, and like I looked at it for far too long trying to figure out what was wrong with it. (laughs) (laughs) He's super cute, though. He is. I got a red skull in his nice little jaunty hat. (laughs) There are just all kinds of characters that they won't make or haven't made in the main line, so I, I just loaded up with some of those fun little toys. Yeah, I mean, if you are a a Lego minifig collector, C2E2 seems to be the place. I've never seen so many dealers with real Legos, fake Legos, whatever you want. But there's a ton of them there. The fake Legos seem to frequent conventions where they don't have an official Lego presence. Uh, Yeah, I've never seen them at San Diego now that you mention it. Some of the conventions like this, you'll find a higher number of bootlegs, which is kind of the theme of the show, where you can get stuff like that. Now, WonderCon is very strict about it, and they will fully comply with U.S. Marshals if they deem that you have bootlegs, and they'll take all your stuff and shut down your booth. Can you imagine somebody getting perp-walked because of fake Legos? (laughs) Thinking of, like, little plastic people being of interest to... (laughs) you know the feds (laughs) my big purchase at the con though this was one of those it was like a wayne's world oh it will be mine moment marjorie and i spent friday in artist alley so i really just ran around the floor i was looking for a couple of specific blanks so i went to those oh so many comics booths Mm -hmm. 
picked up a number of John Tyler Christopher uh, action figure covers. And I saw way down, though, the Egg Attack Hulk and Hulkbuster set. And I was like halfway across the floor from it. But I looked at it and I'm like, how you doing? I'm going to get to you. (laughs) And I thought it might just be at some guy's booth. I didn't realize how far away from it I was when I was looking at this. I mean, I was almost near Artist Alley. This was near the entrance for anyone who went to the con. You know, that's like I was 10 aisles away. And it was at Bluefin. Bluefin had an actual presence. They're the distributor for Egg Attack and for the Comic Cave figures and those other figures that we saw at Toy Fair that are like Comic Cave, but they're comic based and light up. Yeah, I got to see those in person for the first time. And that's that's an interesting scale. I'd put them almost on scale with Diamond Select type of size yeah maybe slightly shorter maybe they are the eight inch to diamonds nine inch yeah maybe it's it's hard to tell in those boxes on the big floor but yeah it's it's an interesting scale that i will not be jumping into at those prices yeah no as we'll talk about a little later if i find a discount sure right (laughs) but then will but then will it be real knowing you probably not (laughs) but I finally got there and saw in person this Egg Attack Hulk and Hulkbuster. And you could buy Hulkbuster alone, but if you bought the set, you got like a diorama base. And on the back, not floating. I mean, Egg Attack makes floating things. This didn't float. It was just up on a black wire. But you still got Veronica. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, I, I might need that. But they were charging Full MSRP of $450. Yikes. That's a lot for Egg Attack. It is. I remember my first Egg Attacks from that, the Marvel shop at San Diego Comic-Con like three years ago. No, it was longer than that, wasn't it? Maybe four. Yeah. And those were only $80 a fig. Only, but still. Well, compared to $450 for two figures and a Veronica, admittedly, these are bigger figures. Much bigger, yes. And you get your diorama, but you're right. That's still, that's a chunk to take out of your wallet. Exactly. There's a mental barrier at $100 for me. And so when you go that and it's more than $100 per figure, I might have passed. But man, I was standing there. We were coming up on a full moon. I always spend a little more. Yes, you do. And Daryl was standing there being the devil on your shoulders, too. He's, he bought some egg attacks as well, and he poverty loves company was the phrase I came up with. <laughs> so while standing in the booth, I started looking online. Can I get a discount anywhere? Because in addition, if I didn't want to pay cash, there was a 2% markup for plastic, and then they were charging Chicago sales tax, which is... 38% or something like that. <laughs> 10 and a quarter. Yeah. So when you're spending $450, that extra 50 in sales tax is a real bite in the, you know. Keister. Yes, Keister. So I look and I see online, those things are sold out a lot of places. I see some being sold for 600 and up. And so I'm like, well, maybe I buy. But I did check one other site, 405 shipped. So while standing in Bluefin's booth, I hit buy now and it will be here in a few days. It doesn't quite have the reward when it's another box coming to the doorstep, but it also doesn't have the problem of my God, that was a huge freaking box that I would have had to carry to the car. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you would have had to have Marjorie get in the trunk. That's probably a again, again. <laughs> now, but it sounds like you made out with the the right way to go about getting that product. Fifty bucks is fifty bucks, and that allowed Marjorie to buy a couple of items. Yeah, I did buy a few things and some of it actually forgot about. I ended up at Superhero Stuff's booth. I was able to buy a really cool Winter Soldier shirt. I then had to have the Team Cap shirt. I got the Civil War star. It's like Bucky star on his arm with Civil War and Captain America printed over it. So I got three shirts there. And then we went to the Marvel booth because they had a Marvel booth this time again. Unannounced. It was almost like a flash store. It was, and a big thanks to The Thing, Jim, who posted a picture and tweeted to us of himself dressed as a thing and mentioned there's a Marvel store, and he really should have won first place. He was Groot last year, and he won first place. He should have won first thing costume. Uh, him or Hulkbuster, they both got screwed. <laughs> that thing was pretty darn impressive, though. Yeah, Arnie got up. We were in the middle of lunch ordering food, and he just got up, and he goes, I'll have what she's having, and just got up and walked away to go to the thing before he realized who it was and we knew the guy. <laughs> but it was so funny. He's just like, I'll have what she's having, and he just took off. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I had to chase the thing down. I couldn't let him get away. Well, we did go to the Marvel shop, and I did buy only one shirt there. I bought two. There was one that was the Daredevil Double Ds, but if you looked, it was actually all red Punisher skulls. Ooh. And so just uh, made in that shape. And so that I found kind of cool. So I picked up that shirt as well as a Civil War shirt because uh, full moon. And then I was meandering behind you and Daryl or ahead of you guys while you investigated every single inch of every single booth. And I stumbled across a lady who had Captain America earrings. And it's just simple dangles with the shield. They're super awesome. I really like them. And then on Sunday, while Arnie was in the Marvel panel, was it Marvel Universe? The Marvel Unlimited exclusive panel. Yes. Daryl and I did the rest of the floor that I missed out on because I went and took a bunch of stuff up to the room. And I stumbled across some Spider-Man slip-on shoes. They're like fake vans, but they're super awesome. Nice. And they were only like 18 bucks. <laughs> you can't beat that for vans. Well, yeah, they're kind of like vans. They're van style. The bulk of my money was spent in Artist Alley. C2E2 just rocks when it comes to artists. What I understand from the artists is Reed Pop treats the artists right and Wizard World, from what I've seen artists post publicly, doesn't always do that. Got a really cool dupe sketch from Todd Knock. It is very cool and very sassy. Dupe snapping his little finger. It's it's very cute. That's cool. And a handful of other covers, but I think the biggest thing was I spent like a good two hours Friday standing in line so Marjorie could get her photo taken with Frank Cho. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the covers he does, Justin, where he always has, well, it was a Spider-Gwen for a while, but now he rotates characters. Every time he draws a sexy woman, Spider-Gwen says, outrage. Yeah. Wasn't it started with the Spider-Woman in the the funky position that they were yes. trying to prove couldn't be done on uh -huh. the roof? Yeah. Yes, it was done with that. So I made myself a sign in the hotel room the morning before, and... I went and got my picture taken with Frank Cho holding the outrage sign. <laughs> Perfect. He thought it was hilarious, and so did his little handler. <laughs> Didn't get me a sketch, though. I tried. Darn it. Yeah. 
But the best part of C2E2 is always the people we get to see. I mean, Justin, you coming was amazing because usually we see you once a year in California. Yeah, now it's twice a year in Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen you more in the past year than I saw you in the three years before that combined. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? It is. It's like I'm getting used to seeing you. <laughs> yeah, our, our, you know, initial introductions are getting shorter. It used to be, hey, how's it going? Hey, Baba. Now it's just like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but Daryl was there and then so many other of our friends that we all got together Saturday night. Sharon, Chris, Bobby. Alex was there with his friend, and I don't remember his friend's name. Justin, your son came, Tyler. Yes. And he, did he have a good time? Yeah, he did. He's kind of like me, kind of easygoing. And, you know, I kept asking him if there's anything he wanted to see, and there wasn't anything in particular that he had to go check out. But he, he, he likes some of the things that I wouldn't necessarily pay attention to. So between the two of us, we kind of make it through the whole floor and look at things that we wouldn't otherwise be looking at. <laughs> no, but that's good, though. Oh, totally. Saturday night was the night of the big party, though. We got a place in the bar. And... The mixed lounge at the Hyatt. It's attached. We had fun there. They're terrible service as always. <laughs> the waitress said, well, I didn't keep track of what you guys ordered. <laughs> I do think there were some free drinks around the table. All the ones you ordered and didn't get? <laughs> or she'd bring other people drinks and be like, oh, yeah, yours is coming. And then you never see it. I, I got that... to the point that I was literally ordering two drinks ahead. I had the one I was working on, and then as soon as she brought me a full one, I'd order the next one. That's how slow (laughs) she was. It wasn't just one person, though. Like, that's just it. Like, there was at least four or five different people serving us, bussing us, bringing us the bill. I don't know who our waiter or waitress was. There was just too many people. Okay, good, because I was kind of not sure on what was going on on that whole thing. (laughs) You know, it was decent drinks, decent food, con-priced. So then we went upstairs, though, where Marjorie and I brought the party to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you listen to our show, Arnie, in his last hurrah of food collectibles, purchased all the Deadpool Mike's Harder Lemonade cans. And this actually involved a 60-mile round trip to a town outside of us where he made me call scummy bars and gas stations asking if they had this one particular can. Well, I wasn't going to call. Exactly. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at me. And then when I bought it, the lady giggled hysterically. She goes, you're the one who called, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, that's all you're going to buy. But we went upstairs. And I had that stuff chilling. Yeah. I didn't buy those cans to keep because I've heard too many people who collected the Star Wars Mountain Dew cans and those cans ate through themselves and ruined collections. So. Well, and you had tried this at home already and tried to convince yourself it was good and did not taste like Robitussin. Hey, it was Mike's Harder Lemonade. That extra alcohol really does work. If you can get it down. Justin, what did you think of it? Um, yeah. (laughs) That might have been the most high school drunk drinking experience (laughs) I've had since. I'm going to have to go back to eighth grade. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the time I got drunk on vermouth with my friend. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm a guy who drinks soda, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I drink healthy stuff all the time but this was the most toxic thing I've put in my mouth (laughs) in a long time yeah it has a very chemical taste doesn't it listen in the end this tells you everything you need to know we left it in the room for the maid I actually gave a few cans to the bellman when he helped me with all the boxes 
<laughs> he was a cool bellman. He collected toys. He had the bat tumbler from Hot Toys. But yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish Mike's hard or harder lemonade on my worst of enemies. It was pretty bad. But while we were up in the room drinking, I had this grand idea. Justin, you had said you were interested in possibly picking up some of the Square Onyx Marvel Play Arts Kai variant action figures. That's a lot of words. Yeah, it is. It's like all of them. And so I thought I had just bought some at a tremendous bargain. And I thought I would take them to C2E2. We'd break out the video camera and do a quick review so you could see them in your hand and decide if you wanted to take the plunge. Yes. And, you know, a few few Mike's hard, Harder lemonades in me. And a few minutes later, we were we were looking at them. Now, I want to preface this video because it turns out half the figures, an exact 50%, were bootlegs. <laughs> 50% were real, all were ordered from China, all were ordered off eBay. They all came about the same time, but yet half real, half fake, and we couldn't tell. Yeah, I mean, sometimes in the toy biz, when you're thinking of bootlegs, you go back to like, you know, your childhood when a bootleg meant like somebody took a Batman figure that had articulation and they just cast it. So now the bootleg has no articulation and they they hand painted it and they put it on a card with the superman logo on it that's what a bootleg to a lot of people is but apparently there's a pretty big bootleg industry going on nowadays between hot toy stuff the square onyx play art stuff figure art stuff that seems to be almost legit yeah we'll, we'll get into it after the video i just want to set up now and if you're watching the video version you're going to see very clearly with text on the screen which are the bootlegs but i'll tell you now iron man who i would have suspected to be a bootleg we talk about his rubber crotch <laughs> <laughs> he's real thor real captain america real black widow fake spider-man fake venom fake but here's us reviewing the figures for what they are and you'll notice we make a couple of references of well, this might not be real. Black Widow does have a DC Comics logo on it. <laughs> we are here at C2E2 and I brought a big box of toys. Like the bellman started talking to me about my toys because I brought this big box. Turned out he was a collector. He has the freaking tumbler from Batman, Hot Toys tumbler. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, he was a hardcore doorman. Nice. <laughs> He got a $10 tip for knowing what the tumbler was, let alone owning one. He did have a cape on. He did have a cape on and a fancy hat at so the Hyatt. He's working the right place this weekend. Anyway, in this box were a bunch of toys that I bought on Total Impulse. Now, what we're looking at here is the Play Arts Kai variant Marvel figures. And I got a full set in this box. And you know why I have a full set in this box? Despite me? <laughs> because i've been looking at these we saw them for the first time i think at c2e2 last year there was an iron man on display and then a little later i think at new york there was a spider-man on display next thing i knew captain america thor black widow they just rolled them out right and i've seen these at the con for 130 to 150 a figure and i went nope 
But then I just happened to look on eBay. Just, just kind of browsing. He's never on eBay. Never. You're right. <laughs> e what? How do you spell that? Yeah, that's... I only have a few thousand positive feedback. Is that how that works? Do I get a cashier's check? Do I like, write out a real check? I've right. been using eBay since you could mail checks. I know. So, I looked on eBay, and you know how much these figures were going for? Well, I see them a lot for right around 100 so I'm guessing below that to make you get excited. They were up there. You could buy it now at 100 and 130 Or you could buy it now for 30 from China. What? $30. Three zero. And so I'm like, 30? You mean I can get Black Widow for 30? Hey, you mean I can get Spider-Man for 30? And then I started looking a little further, and Thor being a little older, Thor was 50 plus shipping, but they were still all under 60 a figure, with the exception of Iron Man, which I had to have Rush shipped because the eBay seller never shipped. So he was 90 shipped. But that was the most expensive was 90. Most of the figures we're looking at today I got for 50 or less. Are they real? Hell if I know, but we're going to go through this. That was my next question. Like, what percentage are you sure that these are not fake? There's one of them we'll get to. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're all real. If they aren't real, these are like the world's best bootlegs. I'll admit, a lot of the cheap ones out of China. I could have gotten every figure for 30 apiece out of China if I didn't want a box. Uh, now, I'm not sure what the sellers say is these boxes are flimsy, they get damaged in shipping, they just take the styrofoam out of the box, ship it that way. I don't doubt it as my Venom came a bit crumpled. And they really did, there was some weird packing going on to get these things here undamaged. But maybe that's the case. Wait, someone made a box out of styrofoam and then wrapped it in paper and then tape. There was one that was literally <laughs> entombed in styrofoam on all four sides and then wrapped in brown packing tape, and they slapped a mailing label on the packing tape. All right. Seems so, legit. So let's take a look, because you said you were interested in these figures. I am. I've been kind of eyeballing them ever since I've you know, been seeing them on the floor at shows and stuff like that, and I have yet to see one, a real one in person. I've seen them behind glass. So let's, let's check them out. Now, one thing they all have, which makes me think they're legitimate, is a magnetically sealed box. Yeah, that does speak to legitimacy. So this is the Spider-Man under glass. I've photographed these boxes, but we're going to be opening them for the first time so you can play with them a little. I've played with them a little. Well, just a little bit. You know, like in just middle to get school. Them just Yeah, just to kind of test it out. But these things are bigger than I expected. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what I was getting for $30, but I didn't think I was getting 9 or 10 inches. <laughs> now, this is very much a Hot Toy style packaging where you have to kind of like unhinge the outer plastic from the under plastic. Yeah, it's Somebody just taped. Somebody took a photo and then taped it up again. That's the collector neuroses. It's not ruining the tape that comes with the packaging. Now, we've got the full Spider-Man body and a ton of Mike's Hard Lemonade and some hands here and webbing and a lot of pieces. Now, these figures are all very anime style. That's the one thing that made me not want to start getting into figure arts and hot toys payments for them is... It's it's an exceptionally stylized design. I mean, like, this guy expected to go, hey, 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 wow. <laughs> well, that's the variant part of the, the Kai variant design. Does he stand on this? Are there foot pegs? There's no, no holes in his feet. Is there any magnetic stuff happening? He stands on it because we say so. <laughs> 
but not by magnets. No. Not, no. Now, one thing I found interesting about these is ratcheted joints. They all have kind of the... Yeah, you can kind of hear the clicking into... Oh, you can really hear it on that one. Hey, guys, it's the return of the the roped... What, what was this? Remember way back when we reviewed a Spider-Man figure and it had the... We kept calling it splooge. The, the knotted rope. The knotted rope. <laughs> it, it sounds like it would be like a massage parlor with a gift happy endings. Right. So let's check this out. One thing I'm seeing right away that kind of makes me feel like, uh, I don't think it's fake, but maybe this line might not be for me, <laughs> is the space in between his arm and the body. Are you seeing that? I see it. And it's weird because the bodysuit is like a rubber jacket that goes over. It's like a totally different plastic than the rest of the body. Oh, yeah. It's very soft and pliable. It's like he's wearing a vest. Weird. And a dicky. <laughs> and a turtleneck. <laughs> oh, but that's the, very weird. The paint on it is so good. I mean, if I can't imagine a bootleg that would come in the package with the magnetic and have this good a paint and all the accessories that they list on their website with the piece. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's a bootleg because it feels like quality plastic and everything. But dang, I don't know. This is... For Spider-Man, it looks cooler than... You know, the myriad of variations we get from Hasbro where it's like, oh, it's this Spider-Man suit and that Spider-Man suit. This is something kind of cool where it's almost half mechanical and half realistic. So I'm kind of digging that aspect of it. But I like the black on the bottom. It kind of reminds me of the Spider-Man 3 marketing where it was like the black coming over the red, like Venom attacking. You kind of got a little of that going on here in the legs and in the arms. There's just enough black to come through as if something's really going wrong. He's got toe articulation. These are really articulate. I mean, there's a lot of points here. Definitely. One thing that's a little bit weird is he has heels, and I don't think Spider-Man has ever had heels before. Don't judge. <laughs> this is a weird scale, too, because it's not, it's not a 12-inch scale, and it's definitely bigger than 6- and 8-inch scale. We're looking at like somewhere in like a 9- or a 10-inch realm. Some of that articulation is fighting with the arm. <laughs> <laughs> he stands pretty well. I mean, there's there's quite a bit going on here. Not a lot of, like, torso articulation. It looks like there would be where the dicky goes, but... He comes with four additional hands. Do we have web shooter hands? Um, Are these it? Yes, those are it. The web shooter Hold hand. on, let me see those web shooter hands. The web shooter hands have web on them. You see the little white kind of going on there? Oh, there we go. Thank you. I don't... Yeah, there's a little other way, Justin. What's about to happen here is... Put the small a, peg in the big hole. I don't know if I want to be a part of this. It's okay. We're just in a hotel room. There, oh, you got it? Does it feel yeah, like yeah. it's in already? It feels in. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Kind of limp. It bent the web. There we go. It's falling. Is I'm it? Like, it's slowly going. Well, here. 
No, I meant the the web part. I know. I'm trying to fix that. There we go. See. He also comes with fists, a gripping hand like he's holding on to something. He got two of those. And again, you know, going to the Kiss Rock concert. Yeah, oh it's webbing without actually having the little attachment for the rope. All right, so let's move on to the next one here and oh. see if you think it's better than this one with its little vest. Yeah, this one's not bad. It just feels a little bit like, you know, kind of like you were saying, like 10 years ago when we were in the midst of Spider-Man 2 and it was just kind of all over the place. This feels like a super figure that Hasbro might have put out at like the $30 range. And but, that's what I paid for it. So right. for thirty, I'm not complaining. It feels, but I will say this: it feels a little more toyish than I would have thought they would have been looking at them online. So okay, I can see that. We're gonna grab another one here. Yeah, pull one out of the box there. Anyone you want. Just blindly doing so. Venom. Oh, good Venom. next one. Nice. Good follow up. All right. As a reminder, the figure we're about to talk about, Venom. This is a bootleg figure. We were fooled at the time. You can see full comparison shots in our gallery, but Venom, fake. <laughs> Again, magnetic box. And a lot of text in here. I mean, they all have this like same packaging with the text and the window box and everything going on with it that makes me really think that perhaps these just aren't selling well. I did see some DC ones here at the con for 70 Ooh. So that's not all that far different from what I paid. Yeah. Venom has extra tongue accessories. <laughs> they also all have this base for display that comes glued down. We haven't opened these up yet, but all of them have this in the background. Oh, there's uh, some assembly required there. You're going to mm -hmm. have to put the two clam claws together there. Uh, yeah, there's some screws and some clipping needed. So here we have Venom, the counterpart, and there's a lot of purple and silver going on that makes me really like his look. And the chest is still a little rubbery, so I'm surprised. It is not as rubbery as Spider-Man, though. Oh, not nearly as rubbery. The Spider-Man one was, you could cut that with a pair of scissors, rubbery. Yeah. This is still a harder plastic. I like this other head so much better, by the way. Let's just put this head on right now. This head is awesome with the giant tongue. Does it just pull off? Yeah. Nope. I'm always afraid I'm going to break them. Oh, it's reverse ball jointed, so the ball stays with the head. Did it? Very nice. <laughs> this version looks like he has a little bit of a underbite. Justin, you do it. Now we've gone to the third person. <laughs> How many people does it take to t change a Venom head? Jesus is one of those. This is more difficult than it should be. <laughs> Tick tock. You can do it, buddy. There we go. Ah, I heard that nice pop. Isn't that a better head? Yeah. I mean, that's a Venomy head. Classic Venom tongue. Look at the purple on the back. I just love the purple highlights to the silver. Yeah, one thing these things have going on is, like, gradiated 
paint apps. You know, on the Spider-Man we just looked at, there was there was black that faded into the red, into the blue, and that was that was really cool. And that's the same thing going on here with this purple. It's not just a solid splotch of purple. It kind of fades into the silver in areas. Now, unlike Spider-Man, instead of coming with ropes, he has hands that are just shooting out symbiote webbing that I really like, too. I mean, this is pretty badass. Oh, yeah, so it's the whole hand. That's, uh-huh. that's kind of a neat little thing. No, it actually ends up looking like he's doing burlesque. <laughs> It's a fan dan fans dance. <laughs> Does this one look better? It's a fan dance. Is that what you're trying to say? There you go. This is his flipping you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's without no. Yeah, it looks like a giant hand is growing out of his other hand. But that's kind of the point. Yeah, that's what symbiote looks like. <laughs> yes, haven't you seen symbiote? <laughs> Just like five minutes ago, totally. It was certainly growing on some people here at C2E2. I could smell it. <laughs> Yeah, this one's got all the clickiness, too. Well, I definitely like Venom better than I like Spider-Man. Yeah, I agree. He came out later. Spider-Man was their second offering, let's keep in mind. So they've kind of improved here with Venom. Not bad for 30 bucks though. Nope. Yeah, definitely not bad at 30 bucks. And he's not wearing heels. He's kind of barefooted, which is nice. All right, while I pop this head on, let's get another one out. All right. Next up, we got Captain America, and here's the first one that I really can think we point out. These are super anime-style figures. Like, you don't notice it so much with Spider-Man and Venom, but look at this Captain America. This is, like, super anime Captain America back from when they did, like, those anime cartoons for Marvel. Yeah, this is where Japan takes a look at American things and says, like, yeah, that's pretty cool, but guess what we would do? We would give him star knees. <laughs> because why not? Now, there are some really visible joints in his elbows on the inside. Like, like there's something wrong with him. Yeah, that's where you start getting into that, like, Figma type of under, under figure that you can see. But it's a very ballish joint right there and i don't like my joints to be ballish (laughs) for some reason he's got like seriously thick calves like and almost cankles well he's very angular in design everything is very sharp and at a very abrupt angle but look at all this articulation you can make him pose like a crazy broken buddha I pinched myself in his knee joint. You gotta be careful. Like I said, he's very angular. He's also got very feminine features. There's several of these figures, specifically Cap and Thor, where it looks like it could be a cross-dressed cosplay, like a cross-gender cosplayer. It, It is very feminine features. Yeah, he has... There's something about his nose and lips that feel feminine for sure, and that's pretty much all that's showing. But yeah, you're right. It is it is on the feminine side of the the scale. But again, a nice gradiated paint job, the blacks on his ass, and as it should be. He has a nice shield, but it's a lot lighter weight than I thought it would be. 
It's again super stylized, like almost a robot shield. Yeah, it follows that angular design of the character where there's there's more protrusions, very symmetrically done. Now there's a peg that comes in the package, and there's a peg hole on his back, so you can put the peg in the shield and in his back. And there's also various other peg holes that you could use to make him hold the shield, but if you want him to wear it on the back, he can. He comes with multiple hands as well, and a really kind of like almost metallic paint job on the shoulders and the helmet and things like that. So how are you feeling? This is three figures in out of six. Yeah, I mean, they look cool, and they feel somewhat solid. This one feels more substantial than Spider-Man. Spider-Man, the first one that we looked at, felt very plasticky and light. This one feels like there's a little more heft to it. There's multicolor paint apps going on here. This feels more like a collectible and less like a toy. He, I paid fifty for. All right, that's that feels pretty good. But yeah, the the only problem I have with it is maybe the profile. His face is not great, but from the side, it looks decent. It's but if you go with the anime style, and we'll see this a little bit more again with a couple other figures. It fits in with the others as part of the line. Definitely. I don't know that I'd ever own just this Captain America. Unless you're a Captain America focus collector and you're just going to buy Captain America. So far, this whole line has felt like what the Marvel Universe would feel like if everything was designed by movie universe Tony Stark. You know, (laughs) everything has that, you know, very symmetrical, angular, right down the line seamed type of look to it. All right, let's see what's next. We're down to just a few more. So next up, we have Iron Man, which was the first one we saw on the line. A lot of black deco on him. I don't know if he, like, just walked out of a fire or if it's just, like, he's goth Iron Man. It, it feels burnt, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, There's something burnt about it, but it's very clean along the edges. Like, the pictures I've seen online, it felt like he was coming out of a fire. But when you see it up close, it, it follows the lines of the armor and stuff like that. So it's very intentional where the gray is. Now, these are some loud ratcheted leg joints, but they've all had the ratcheted leg joints. Definitely. Now, I was messing around with this. Did you notice that on the back of his calves, it's articulated? You can flip these little oh, flaps up. No, I did not. I'm not Go ahead sure. and close that down again. For the... Are there any others on his thighs or anything? Do I need to be feeling know. around here? You go ahead and feel up the upper part of Iron Man while I work on his legs. <laughs> Is he getting a happy ending? That's my question. Ah, <laughs> uh, teamwork. This one feels like the reason the line was designed. You know, it feels like this was, like I said previously, it was designed around Iron Man. And this one feels very much of the series yeah first one they did he comes with a couple blast effects a couple smoke effects a couple other repulsor hands but this one i this is the one that started drawing me to the line it's like it's not a real armor and so for 130 150 i was like Meh. but when i got it down to this is the one i paid the most for i paid 90 ship for him because the 30 dollar ebay seller never shipped and so I decided I wanted him here for this. I got him at Amazon for 90 shipped. Yes. That's, and, I have two of these saved on Amazon searches because I've looked at a lot of them very closely online in the past. And Iron Man is one and Venom is the other. And I'm watching both of them to see where they go price-wise. And they, they seem to stick right around $100 pretty consistently. Hit eBay. 
<laughs> I, 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 I kid you not. Thirty dollars and eighty-eight cents. Yeah, that's very tempting. And if it shows up, I'll just pass it on to you. But, I mean, it's a nice-looking design. It's a nice armor. I like the black. I like the effects. Being that I got this one from Amazon, it's the one I'm most sure is legit, and yet it's exactly like the others. Yeah, definitely. It, it has, you know, the hard plastic and the ratcheted joints, and then each one of them we've kind of found a place that has that kind of more malleable plastic part, and that's here on this cod piece that wraps all the way around on iron man here can you feel that a little more yeah i'm, I'm feeling up the midsection of iron man and he's getting just a little bit hard <laughs> well you have to go lower for the hardness and there's the hardness <laughs> but i dig this just because you know you don't have to have the whole series because this feels like something that is you know even in the movie universe something that looks like Tony Stark might design as one of his armors. There's 42 of them. Who's to say? Right. I mean, it's not one of the 42. Hot Toys is making all 42, but still. I mean, it's a nice animated style. It's got a little bit of the anime and that, like, it's got a real angular, tiny jaw here and things. And the wrists get really tiny. I still, now that I'm looking for anime, I can see it in it. But it's not as overt as, like, Cap. No. Definitely not. Let's get to the most overt animes, and that's Thor and Black Widow. We're going to start with Thor. I like this Thor figure. It's got some neat stuff going on with it, though. It looks pretty substantial as you bring him onto the table here. It is a heavy figure. It's like the heaviest of all of them. Wow. He's got the massive cape going on here, and look at the flowing hair. Look at that. That's that's Thoreal right there. <laughs> but... If you look at it, the face, it's very feminine. This face oh, yeah. is extraordinarily feminine. Like, I honestly opened this and thought it was the new female Thor for quite a while. <laughs> Except for the, the body is yeah. huge. But that face, it's I I honestly thought it was Jane. He's got a little bit of almost like a grown up Macaulay Culkin thing going on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. You're right. His hammer is large. I mean, look at the head on that thing. <laughs> now, I got to ask, is that on purpose? No. no. He probably has no idea what he said. Here, hold my Thor. Oh, yeah. You can feel the heft at the at the top of it there. It's got a little bit of an old man cane type <laughs> of handle going on at the top there. I think it's supposed to be thunder? Lightning? Lightning? Yeah, maybe. Now, this has a feature none of the others have. Interchangeable faces, so you can have ragey like Thor. This alone is creepy. Because <laughs> it, it comes with hair on either side. <laughs> it's like sideburns that have gone nuts. <laughs> oh, this, oh is, this is a nightmare piece right here. It is. It's terrifying. <laughs> Get a good look at that, Marjorie. You'll be seeing this again later this evening. <laughs> So I guess you take off his helmet. Does his helmet pop off? I don't want to. Break I don't know. This. I've not opened him yet. Let's let's give okay, this a let's shot. Try this. As you try to remove the helmet, I don't think the helmet comes off. I don't think there's hair under that helmet. I think that the whole head. Probably, right? I wouldn't think so. Maybe no, it's just a face. It's I think creepy. it's the face. I think it's grab the articulation the of your nightmares. Kind of pull down. I don't want to yank his hair too hard. Oh wait, we're getting a little bit of movement. There we go. Now, that is the thing nightmares are made of. Is it a faceless neck? Oh, my God. It's got like a maw. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want to see that again. Just make it go away. 
It looks like something from a Cronenberg film. I'm going to go ahead and pop this in there. Marjorie. No! I don't want to see it anymore. That's what I'm going to be like seeing in my nightmares tonight. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, that might be one of the strangest things I've ever done. <laughs> and that's saying something. I like Ragey Face better. It's a little less feminine. It's a little more Thor action-y. If you use this hand, it would probably work. He's got uh, extra hands. He's got these weird, like, swoosh effects that go on the hammer. So you can add, like, a s motion effect to the hammer. Oh, that's kind of cool. Not sure how it stays on there. Does half does. the hammer come off? Look at that. No, force it, Justin. Force it. Force that hammer. That's as good as I'm going to get it for now, but that's cool. Really cool going on there. Some lightning effects you can put around it too. <laughs> now it doesn't even look like a hammer. <laughs> no, now it's got a disease. It's a fungus. <laughs> but look at the detail in the veins. Look at the detail in the armor. Despite not loving the face in it, the metal paint on the cape. This one is one that, like, I'm really glad I bought this line for. Oh, it's holding its hand. Or holding its face. God. Make that go away. That was a dirty trick. This actually is more impressive than I would have thought. Like, a Thor isn't something that I generally go to collect right out of the box when it comes to a set of figures. But looking at this guy, this is, this is actually really cool. There's a lot more detail in his armor than you see in a lot of Hasbro stuff and even sideshow type of stuff when it comes to Thor. So yeah, even though initially he was like my least favorite face, once you started armoring him up, I think there's a lot going on with him that rocks. Alright, we're about to look in the figure that got me in this whole mess. The Black Widow, and it's a bootleg. And it's the one that got me started because it kept showing up on eBay and I'm like, $30 for a Play Arts Kai Black Widow? So yeah, if it's priced too good to be true, it probably is. But here's us looking at a bootleg Black Widow. Saved for last is Black Widow. I didn't even necessarily know they made her. And she was the one that almost turned me away from the line because it's like this feels like for like Resident Evil type figure or one of those really anime Capcom game figures. But do you notice something about this box <laughs> that is a little bit odd? <laughs> You see it right away, don't you? <laughs> kind of cut my eye right here. The it's DC, DC comics. Comics. Now, again, it's got the magnetic clasp. It's got all the text. It's got all the art. But And they do make DC ones. They make Batman ones. They have the license for them. So could this just be a weird misprint? <laughs> well, the Marvel logo is down here. So it's like they kind of covered both bases. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing that I'm like is this a bootleg I have no idea why there's a DC logo at the con today I've been looking and there's actually the warning choking hazard ages 15 and up but this is the only one I've seen with the DC comics is it a variant do I have a rare or maybe the reason some of these are cheap is because maybe there's errors on all these boxes and you've got like the first run that they're like oh crud we're gonna have to rerun these that could be, but I. this is the only one I've found a DC Comics logo on. I mean, none of the others say Capcom or 
anything <laughs> like that. Uh, that's funny. It's not even the DC logo. It just says DC Comics for some reason. <laughs> but they have that on the Batman figures. It says DC Comics right there. Wow. I think there might be like a misprint. Like they forgot to hide that layer in Photoshop. Exactly, yeah. I was going to say, being in the, the printing and packaging field, like I could see how this is a template. This box is a template. And as I go from making the Spider-Man version, I'm going to go over and start making the the Black Widow version. And oops, I forgot to turn off the DC Comics logo that was in that last one. So I can see that happening. And maybe maybe this is legit. And well, I'm guessing it is legit. And they had to recall some boxes. But she is extraordinarily animated. Like, would you know this is Black Widow? If you just, like, saw this on a shelf, what would tell you Black Widow? Yes, there are the Black Widow symbols, but what tells you that that is Marvel's Black Widow assassin character? The bullet gauntlets is about the... The stingers is about the only thing, and the red hair, but... Yeah, but even with that, I would look at her and think that she's something not at all... Marvel. Oh, it feels Soul Calibur. Yes, thank you. Yeah, there, it's not Marvel. It's not Black Widow. It's it's video game something or other. I like her haircut, though. It's kind of See, that's cool. the thing I'm torn about is nothing about this says Marvel, but everything about it says cool. Right. You know, it's like she's got a couple holsters in the back and you got some guns you can stick in there. Oh, wow. She's got trigger hands as well, so, I mean, the guns have a lot of detail to them. Ooh. Oops, she fell. You've got little, like, translucent effects you can put on her stingers. I'd like to point out, though, that they've given her painted nails. Yes. Because, you know, girls, yo, we need to paint our nails. Very nicely done. I mean, there's a lot of accessories here. You can also add, like, a lightning effect with her, and she's... she's pretty but she just nothing here says marvel comics to me i will say one thing that's bothering me is the size of her feet with these heels feel a little a little big yeah yeah i you can see that, that. marjorie you're the girl does that feel out of proportion for a woman's foot size absolutely it looks like she's got a very long foot and it just seems like actually it's wide too and it seems like she's like a huge ass foot it reminds me what's an ass foot <laughs> It reminds me of Gene Simmons' Destroyer Boots. <laughs> yeah, those are some serious heels there. They're not good for fighting crime at all. Well, t- tell me that after you take one to the face. True. I mean, she's got the articulation there. I mean, ah! they're very good for fighting crime. <laughs> I'm crying? Well, There's... every once in a while. Yeah, probably right. I, again, like the wash you pointed out, though, the the gradients and the paint. All of them have black incorporated. So there's like a color scheme that goes with the entire set. And as part of a set, she works. Alone, again, unless you're like, I buy everything Black Widow. And even if it doesn't look like Black Widow, I buy it. I don't see this one. This was the one that almost turned me away from the line. But I'm like, ah, shit, she's 30 bucks. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about her paint scheme and her deco that feels I don't know it's almost G.I. Joe-ish or something there's I, she could be Scarlet yeah it's I just can't figure out what the heck it is it's something very familiar yet it's not Marvel but yeah like you said I this is something that I could see if you're a Black Widow fan or completing this whole line yeah it's not a bad figure it's actually a really cool figure but it just does not scream Black Widow to me 
So having seen all six and gotten to play with them a little bit, you started off interested in this line. Where are you sitting? I'm still interested. And like I said in the middle, I, you know, I was interested in Iron Man and the Venom. And after having all of these in my hand and looking at them, I think I would add Thor to that list. Thor was actually more impressive than I thought he would be. So, yeah, maybe a Thor. Definitely not the Black Widow just because, as we just talked about. For 30? Eh, maybe a 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's clarify that. This has like an import item at $100 on all of them. It's a mm-hmm. little, little pricey. But if yeah. these were a $30, you know, collector's focused Hasbro item, this exact same thing, I'd probably be all in on something like that. Yeah. It'd be so weird to have Hasbro do something so stylized and cool. Well, you know, they did something kind of similar to this with the Sigma 6 G.I. Joe line years yeah, ago. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is this is a cool line. I'll continue to keep my eye on it, but I won't be all in. It's the type of thing as they come out with cool ones, I'll I'll monitor it. Here's my feeling. I have six. They've released six. If they put out more, I'm in a conundrum, right? Because I'm currently all in. <laughs> but my feeling is, any more that go down to thirty, I'll happily pick them up. Right. But if they release another one and it's 180, 150, 130, I'm gonna have to love it. Yeah. Love it more than I love my favorite, and my favorite currently is Iron Man. That was the one that like drew me to the line at all. Was I kind of like that Iron Man? It's got to be a hell of a lot better than Iron Man. I think the ninety I paid for Iron Man is like the most I would pay for any of this line, and that's only for ones I like as much as Iron Man. And the rest of them, I paid thirty to fifty shipped. I mean, China there was like twenty shipping, thirty to fifty a figure. I'm real comfortable with this line. They're bigger than I thought. I kind of thought they'd be like six inch and smaller, but this is like a 10 inch figure and got so many interchangeable parts and translucent accessories that for 30 to 50 shipped, I'm very happy with. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's the right price point. And I would be interested to find out, you know, what they are at retail in Japan. And I love the boxes. I'm, I will say, it's hard to get them here from China undamaged, but the art on the boxes is really cool. This is like a line that I would display the boxes behind the figure. A, it's a great way to keep the accessories close, but B, it's just really cool stylized art that is exactly the figure. It's painted. It's not a photo, but it would enhance the figure to have like Black Widow standing next to that really cool pose yeah it's the overly stylized illustration from you know japanimation all right so before we really get into the bootleg topic i wanted to give a couple final notes about the actual authentic square onyx play arts kai variant figures because i got back home i got them into the photo studio i do really like them but there are two flaws that are pretty severe. First, their bases universally suck. They're huge and that milky translucent plastic. So they stick out like a sore thumb and they've got like big curves in them. It's got a bit pretty big real estate when you put it on something and they just, you, you can't not see them. That's not even the worst of it. First, they come in one of those part trees. They have to cut apart 
and then it comes with a little tool. You have to assemble it like Ikea. It takes like five to ten minutes to do each one. Were there just shapes for instructions and then angry people at the end? There were no people, but yeah, shapes. And the screws they use, every time you move one of the hinges, the screw comes undone because of how they've done the nut. And so every time you move it, it starts to fall apart a little bit more. Mm. And they have no weight to them. You can't hold a figure with this base it is the least amount of stability ever the hinge for the main bend i wanted to put iron man in a flying pose he just falls he's too heavy for the base the bases knock over they're crap second every time i try to put a weapon in one of their hands and the biggest defenders of this was thor with the hammer and spider-man with his webs the hands are so tight that you're peel the paint off of it and a little bit off the accessory every time you put it in. Ooh, that's not good at all. No, so I just wanted to make people aware of those flaws. They look good, but it's one of those situations where you don't want to be taking the accessories in and out too often, or it's the inner palm of the hands that are meant to hold something, so I wasn't too concerned, but not great quality. But that's with the real figures. Now, as far as the bootleg situation... I did go out as part of my investigative reporting here, and I got from the most reputable source I could. I ordered directly from Amazon, not a third-party seller on Amazon, but Amazon themselves, and they said the product was from Diamond Comics Distribution. I then ordered the Play Arts Kai figures, which were still reasonably priced compared to what I saw at the con. They were 130 at the con. I got them for 90-ish. Now, as I recall, you can check the serial number, right? Well, I had you doing some serial number checks. Well, now this is the biggest problem with the bootlegs. I'm going to tell you once I found out that there were these bootlegs and they were so well done, all of a sudden the question comes, how do I know any of mine are real? <laughs> it's like the end of men in black. When you find out we're all living in a marble <laughs> and you're not just talking about any of your Kai, you're talking about everything you own could be bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it seems like these really high, high quality bootlegs are a recent development, you know, the past few years. So I started doing some digging on the Internet really hard. And I, first of all, want to thank Dabid of Marvel Toy News because he kind of talked me down from a ledge. (laughs) Because the way this all came out is coincidentally, the Monday after the con, I found a figure arts Hulk on Amazon for like $35. And Dabid posts right on our post, that's probably a bootleg. And it says Chinese version. And then I start talking to him, I'm like, wait, what? And it turns out it was a Chinese bootleg. And Dabid told me that specifically last year, the Chinese Play Arts Kai bootlegs got so good that what he's heard is they're moving production out of China. They blamed the Chinese factories for the leaks and everything. And now the Play Arts Kai figures are going to be made in Korea. Huh. And indeed, I went back and I looked more carefully at all my eBay listings. And I never trust an eBay seller any more than I can throw them. Both Thor and Cap said original. And they appear to be. Iron Man, I actually got ripped off by the eBay seller. Had I received it, it would have been a bootleg, but because that was the one figure I didn't have pre-C2E2, I picked it up on Amazon. So that one appears real. The other three, if I'd known the buzzwords, 
What Dabeed told me is the sellers don't want negative feedback. So if you ask them, they'll usually tell you if it's what they call the Chinese version versus the original. Uh-huh. And then I started looking, and if I had known the buzzwords like that, on the Iron Man figure I got ordered and the Black Widow, it says... Chinese factory products for sale, good quality, all the same accessories. Oh, yeah, that just screams bootleg. Yeah, but sometimes there's some translation issues with those kind of listings. True, true. And it's not like that was the only line in the listing. I had to read it through. And yeah, Venom said made in China, high quality, remastered item. (laughs) All right. If I had known there were bootlegs at all... I would have paid more attention. I did notice most of the really cheap Play Art Sky figures said they didn't ship with a box from China. And that I immediately thought bootleg. And that was my high thought. I was so savvy. Oh, I'm getting a box and all the boxes have magnets. I must be getting the real thing. <laughs> no, but most of them don't ship with boxes. I I felt like I was paying extra for the boxes. And I was, but it did not help avoid. But looking even deeper after I talked to Dabeed, I found a website that I wish was updated a little more than it is. It's Jerry, J-E-R-I hyphen Reyes, R-E-Y-E-S dot blogspot dot com. And I'm going to link to his two articles. He took it upon himself like way back in 2012 to start talking about the differences in the Play Art Sky figures. And they weren't Marvel, but the other lines they've done. It's a nice public service. It is. And I, I just wish that they'd kept up on it with some of the Marvel stuff with because they have comparison shots on some of the anime and video game ones. But there were some things that were telltale signs that you have a bootleg. First, the biggest key are serial numbers on the box. The majority of bootlegs until very recently would not have a serial number. And Play Arts actually stamps a serial number in. It looks kind of engraved. It's not just printed on. And the bootleggers wouldn't engrave their box. They do the little metal foil, but not engrave. Yeah, it's embossed in the box. Oh, okay, so it's stamped into the box. Yeah. Got it. All right. And so the bootleggers wouldn't do that. So I looked, my Venom and my Black Widow, no serial number. Mm. But Spider-Man, he did have a serial number, and it is stamped into the box. It turns out in 2014, they started realizing people were noticing, and so they've started doing this. But you can still tell so far they don't stamp it well. They actually stamp it in a larger font and they stamp it evenly like it looks like a typewriter did it and it's in the right line for some reason square onyx they look at like my handwriting the letters aren't in a row they kind of sometimes have one that's below the others the fonts are sometimes not matching maybe that's intentional to keep it mixed up but it is looking like more like a child's handwriting whereas the bootlegs look like big block letters. Huh. Let me ask you this. Now that you have known bootlegs and known real ones side by side, is the artwork or design on the packaging any different? Or does it look like they have the actual same 
files to work from, or maybe they just scanned a box and started making their own. It was close enough that I had to get out the post-it notes and label the boxes so that we knew which was which. Interesting. Now, there are some other things. A few other items in the Telltale Signs article at the blogspot.com. Typos and various other misprints on the box. I The only one that really caught my eye was Black Widow with the DC Comics, but there's a lot of text on the inside of the box. I'm thinking no bootleggers going to go through the trouble of reproducing this, but apparently they are, and they're creating their own files and typing it because there's typos in some of the text. Yeah, that's just weird. You know, they're willing to steal everything else, but they don't want to just steal the the actual box and scan it and create their own. That's it's funny that they're actually taking the time to recreate it. I'm surprised they put the magnets in the box, but I, I mean, while the eBay sellers I dealt with listed what was fake, it, the intent here seems to be, if not to fool people, to create a replica, the kind of like a prop replica for a toy. <laughs> yeah, an homage to a better toy. <laughs> the other things that they said in the guides I read, the biggest difference between a real Play Arts Kai and a fake is the paint. Play Arts Kai goes nuts with the shading, and we kind of talked about that with some of our reviews. Well, looking at the Spider-Man here, I got the two Spider-Men next to each other. I still think you'd have to have a real one for comparison, but when you have a real one and a fake one, the differences are startling, mostly in height. Well, the bootleg ones have a short neck. They seem to just be shorter in general. The shoulders hang below, but all of them, yeah, it looks like the head is resting right on the shoulders, even though there is the full neck articulation, whereas the others all have very pronounced necks like models. Also across the board, the bootlegs were painted a little bit flatter. Huh. So does it feel less like a Hasbro toy than the, the fake one we reviewed? The real ones have more of a glossy paint that feels a little bit more professional, whereas all the others, they looked more like toys by comparison. It was like putting a Titan figure kind of finish on it. Black Widow has a much less toyetic skin tone, and her hands have metallic red paint on the back that the fake one only had dull red paint. And finally, all of them, I could see right into the middle, like <laughs> through the arm. The armhole was big. And so you could see all of the innards there. If you pose them a different way, you would see less. But when just in a neutral stance, I realized that their chests maybe were slightly bigger or the arm joint was a little smaller so you could see right in there. But you would have to have them next to each other to see this. If you were at a con and you just pulled one off a shelf, I don't know you could tell. The accessories were virtually indistinguishable, though. And the only way I was able to tell I actually got my fake Spider-Man accessories mixed up with the real ones is the peg holes were smaller in the hands. But when I compared them, again, the hands on the real one were a little glossier. But, man, that was a difficult couple hours sorting that out. The joints notch the same way. I'm not noticing a whole lot of difference in the tightness of the limbs. They both have the rubbery crotch piece, although the fake one has a brighter red rubbery crotch piece. <laughs> Nickname in high school. <laughs> you know what? His joints are looser in the legs. I just accidentally slapped his calves together 
and I'm not able to do that without resistance on the real one. All right. And remember that, kids. Always offer Arnie resistance when he's trying to slap your calves together. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I noticed on this fake one, though, on his little rubber dicky we talked about, the spider logo has some places where the black paint is missing or looks scraped off. I would have just assumed it to be, you know, there's variants and paint errors in every figure, but the real one doesn't seem to have any. So it's definitely a quality difference. I could see why Square Onyx would be mad because people would say, oh, look, that, there's paint errors all over this thing and it's $130. I'm not going to go buy them. Right. The other major differences, though, according to the site, durability which I kind of noticed when I slapped the thighs together. And according to the they just don't stand as well. They're a little harder to get into a balanced pose. The smell is different. And I don't know how to describe it. I do know on one of the bootlegs, I opened it and I gave it to Marjorie. I'm like, smell this because it was really pool toy pungent. <laughs> it is. It's paint and pool toy. Let me smell the real one. The real one doesn't smell like flowers, but. It's the same smell. It's just not as strong. Yeah. So it's a much more pungent, rubbery smell on the bootleg. Interesting. And I think that has to do with the plastics used. Some plastics are, you know, more pungent than others. I'd also think maybe the paints, the fake one kind of smells like paint fumes, model paints. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I just know, like, there's been a few, like, um, Game of Thrones figures by Funko that I picked up that you open them up and it's just like, whoa, that is just pungent mm -hmm. and i know in the past mattel has had problems with some of their plastics not smelling that great so they eventually go back and they start putting air holes in the bubbles on their packaging to to let that air out before they reach retail but man i'll say that having been at the con this weekend i tried to do some comparisons and look at figures because i was curious about the black widow and in the package not having them side by side i couldn't really tell a difference between the real black widow and the fake yeah, that's a good point. It'd be really difficult, even now that you own both of them and you could study them for days. I bet you you could still get fooled again, like at a show if somebody had one or even somebody just doing like a Pepsi and Coke test. You know, <laughs> these these fakes are good enough to fool people. Imagine having to buy one of these at a con. If it has a serial number, it's like, um, we hope. Hold on. I need to check this site and make sure you're selling me a real one. Right. And especially under these molded plastic cases that they come in you know where like the the shape of the figure is followed by the plastic it creates all kinds of different reflections and shadows bouncing off of there you can't you can't really get a good look at the figure a lot of times anyway so that would just be another hindrance to <laughs> trying to discern in person whether or not you're looking at a fake one or a real one it's scary it really is because they are different they are a little bit lower quality and if you're going to pay the full price, if I was at a booth at a con and you look at it and you go, wow, that's a really cool Venom figure. I'm going to pay the guy in cash and take it. And I've never seen one of these before. Then you just got ripped off because you could have bought that same figure for 30 on eBay. Right. And if now people who listen to the show, you're a little bit savvier. You now know at least the serial number check, you know, the box. But when they come out with their next figure in this line, or even for the ones where I have real ones, Iron Man, Thor, and Cap, I can't tell you what to look for. <laughs> Yet. Well, maybe that's what you should do, Arnie. You're halfway done collecting the <laughs> fake ones now. <laughs> no, I'm going to try to sell them on eBay saying these aren't real. 
I'm going to be completely open with it and try to recoup some of that money after I take them in the photo studio so that we can provide documentation for our Marvelicious listeners and viewers to show them the difference between something real and something fake. But yeah, it's it's really a change. It's like a massive upgrade when toy bootleggers suddenly got replicators. <laughs> and they're only going to get better. But the companies are moving to Korea and trying to stop it. So hopefully this was of some interest to you. Hopefully this will help you keep an eye out and... I hate to use that old, remember the 80s mail fraud TV ads? If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of cons, our next con is St. Louis Wizard World this weekend. I'm kind of bummed. I was really <sighs> looking forward to this weekend. Me too. I was probably looking more forward to it than you. Kristen Ritter was going to be there, who was Chloe from Don't Charge the Bee in Apartment 23. Our listeners may know her as Jessica Jones. Hey, that was one of the best shows ever canceled. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's great. Yeah, they had... I was going to go get a David Tennant autograph, and I'm not a Doctor Who fan, and he wasn't that good in Fright Night, but because he was Purple Man, and they had Kristen Ritter there, and they have Luke Cage there, Mike Coulter. And Frank Castle. And Frank, well, he's pun he's Daredevil. Oh, yeah. I was going to get all their autographs and go through all this rigmarole, and then she canceled. Ugh. Now, it's still going to be a good show. Charlie Cox, Daredevil, and Eldon Henson are still there. David Tennant's still there for Whovians, and I already purchased a Mike Coulter autograph ticket, so I'll get it. Elizabeth Henstridge is there. Can't meet a nicer person. Now, we were going to go up to Madison the weekend after that, for another Wizard World, but Kristen Ritter canceled there too, so we're just gonna stay home. Why is she canceling everywhere? I don't know. My only hope is these are much smaller Wizard Worlds. I'm crossing my fingers that they just didn't sell enough tickets and they've decided to rebook her for Chicago, the big show. Okay. I have nothing to back that up other than conjecture. But at the end of April comes the most important con. Indiana Comic-Con. That that's going to be bigger than San Diego this year. You got to get to Indy because Marjorie and I are hosting a showing of Howard the Duck. <laughs> How cool. Saturday <laughs> night at 7 p.m. We are going to have giveaways. We're going to have some fun stuff. And hopefully at the end, the whole audience joins in on a Howard the Duck sing-along. There might be a duck nipple in it for one lucky listener. <laughs> I may bring some props. I'm trying to figure it out, but it probably won't be any of the latex stuff. Yeah, that stuff is too volatile to travel around. And Leia Thompson's going to be there doing autographs and photo ops for only 40 bucks. Nice. And John Rise Davies, Ian McDermott, Ray Park. Not bad for a small con. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Then finally, the biggest con, and we haven't talked about this yet. Wizard World has announced Philadelphia. Well, it's not special because it's Philadelphia, but it is going to have just about everyone that was in the first Avenger. Chris Evans. Chris Hemsworth. Which means we didn't have to go to New Orleans nor Cleveland. But hey, it was fun. Way to blast. <laughs> Don't laugh, Justin. <laughs> that was the realization I had once we bought our Philadelphia tickets was, you mean I didn't have to drive all the way from New Orleans to home in a day? You mean I didn't have to drive all the way from Cleveland home in a day? 
That's the danger of starting it out early, you know? It's going to eventually get closer to you. Who would have thought they would have had Chris Evans twice in one year? Seriously, he did one con like three years ago. This was the first. I, who, they never told us that we had a multi-show deal. This might be his swan song with Marvel. <laughs> Don't Whoa. break my heart. <laughs> but listen, who else is there? For what I believe and what I'm hearing from autograph collectors is his first American convention ever. Tom frickin' Hiddleston. Nice. He was why I'm like, I don't care. I am going. I, you know, I don't care what I have to do. The fact the others are there, I am going. Oh, that's great. There's some other people that are key to the first Avenger also. You're going to have Sebastian Stan there, who's awesome. So it's Anthony Mackie, but he's from Winter Soldier. George St. Pierre, who was Batrock in Winter Soldier, the guy that Captain America fought on the boat, the French guy. Yeah. Dominic Cooper is going to be there, who is Howard Stark. Stanley Tucci, who is Dr. Abraham Erskine. And then you have Haley Atwell, Agent Carter. It's a pretty solid lineup. Isn't it, though? And the show is still months away. I mean, plus they've got, like, the X-Files people. Leia Thompson's going to be there. It's a whole Back to the Future thing, because Michael J. Fox is also doing an appearance there, and so is... Well, never mind. It's Leia Thompson from Howard the Duck. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a great show. I... Honestly, we'll get bigger names. I mean, San Diego Comic-Con has the most guests, but good luck getting near them. Right. Unless you bump into them on the floor. And then, I mean, even when you see Ron Jeremy, he doesn't have time to stop and selfie, so. Yeah. Bobby missed out on that selfie. This show, yeah, I'm going to pay through the nose, but I'm unless he cancels like Kristen Ritter, guaranteed Tom Hiddleston. The other good thing, instant refund. If Tom Hiddleston cancels, just automatically give me all my money back. Nice. They're not going to give me my airfare back, but they're giving me all my money back. Yeah, but luckily you're not going just for Hiddleston. Yeah. So it's the con is on, and I hope we'll see some of our listeners at these shows, especially Indiana for Howard the Duck. But that is it for this week. Justin, it was great to see you as well as talk to you. Yeah, I had a great time. Like I said, my only regrets is that I didn't give myself an extra day, you know, Especially to nurse that Mike's harder hangover. Oh, <laughs> man. But now that we have that in our past, next time we get together, we can drink something a little more grown up. We don't have to act grown up. We'll just, <laughs> our drinks will be more grown up. Can we move on to wine coolers next? Can yes. I just say, though, with the Mike's Harder Lemonade, we recorded our bonus video for our Podbean backers. Just in case anyone has forgotten, we're doing the Podbean crowdfunding to try to hire more people to help out with the show and do more video podcasts and get the website tweaked and other things like that. And we need your help to make that happen. And one of the rewards levels starts getting you an extra video per month. We recorded it. It didn't intend to be, but I'm pretty sure we just spent the whole time reviewing Mike's Harder Lemonade with some fig yards in the middle. <laughs> it's a dual review. <laughs> It is, you know, it's something I would never put out on the main feed, but I'm happy to give it to our backers because if you enjoy the show enough to actually send some money our way, hopefully you'll enjoy laughing with us a little bit on this almost entirely blooper video. <laughs> yeah, I will say it was probably one of the, the most fun times we've had creating a segment. The high point of the con was recording that, and Daryl behind the camera was as funny as anything. <laughs> 
So that that should have you intrigued. So if you want to support us, go to MarveliciousToys.com forward slash support. You'll be taken to Podbean. Somebody has claimed Marjorie's box of stoof. I know. I'm super excited. I've got some fun stuff. We walked around C2E2 looking with stoof in mind and got some stoof. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous. I was kind of hoping that I would get the stoof eventually. There's even somebody now on the wait list. So when the person who's getting stoof stops getting stoof, if he ever does, and let's hope he never does, then there's another person waiting to be next for stoof. We have a waiting <laughs> list for stoof. <laughs> I will say our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, stoof is still available there. I'm just going to put it out there. And I got some really great stuff for that one, too. And then we will be back in two weeks looking at some figures that I really hope aren't bootlegs. I'm I'm also really hoping, Justin, you get your Absorbing Man wave and we could just talk about them. Yeah. You know, we've got those. We've got, you know, I don't want to say a backlog, but, you know, things are going to start happening here. It is spring and quite a few waves of legends are slated to start showing up. So we, we, we need to keep on schedule so we don't have to review last year's figures next year. And also keep in mind, our sponsor, Dorkside Toys, has a lot of those legends up for pre-order. The Giant Man wave of Marvel Legends is now up for order. You can get just the set of six figures or the whole case of eight if you want an extra Captain America and Iron Man to war it out. You can also buy some of the individual figures carded or loose because they also sell loose Build-A-Figures. They have the Giant Man, which is the Build-A-Figure of that wave, available for order. And then because of... They took the pieces. They have Loose, Captain America, Iron Man, Nuke, Red Guardian. And so you can just, if you're not a person who cares about carded figures, get them with all their accessories and no build-a-figure part at a big savings from Dorkside Toys. They've also got the second wave of Marvel 3 and 3 quarter inch legends with two visions in the case. Double vision. <laughs> yes. Daredevil, Ant-Man, Gamora in her new spacesuit, translucent living laser, Justin. Yeah, I know. That wave is calling my name to a certain degree. There's quite a few good ones in there. I love Rage. He's He looks like a... A wrestler. He looks like a Lucha Libra. <laughs> <laughs> and so please use the link from our homepage when you go over there. And I actually placed an order for a rhino torso because I had all the parts for two rhinos, but a chest. <laughs> and can I just say something about them? Honestly, I wanted a second onslaught build a figure because of the Magneto head coming later in the year. The head was so hard to get on. I wanted an extra onslaught. I waited too long. Dorkside toys sold out. I had to go to eBay and I spent $15 more than what Dorkside had been charging. Their prices on Build-A-Figures, you may look and be like, well, that's expensive. Well, how much is it going to cost you to build the entire wave? And they are orders of magnitude cheaper than what I'm seeing these Build-A-Figures for on eBay. Oh, yeah. So if you need just some parts, they've got just some random parts like Rhino Chest. The Rhino Chest, $5. Nice. But we'll be looking at new figures when we are back in two weeks. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. You can see more videos and reviews by subscribing to the Marvelicious Toys YouTube channel. You can find the link from our homepage. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4. That's 803-627-8354. Or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Marvelicious Podcast Video Enhancement by Andrew, Daryl, Richard, and Barrett. Marvelicious Website Design by Jason. Graphic Design by Justin. Photo Editing by Scott Curtis and Jeff. Announcements by Brock. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at NowPlayingPodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all that the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media Production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. I have gone back. I now have the real ones here for the three fakes I got. <laughs> you knew that would happen. Come on. Of course. It's called investigative journalism, people. Is it now? <laughs> Wait. O C. No. That'd be <laughs> I J. I J. I J O C D. O C D would be getting them on eBay. Investigative journalism was getting them Amazon, so they'd be here in time for this. Right. No, don't try to sell me a play arts Harley Quinn. Show me my purchase history, eBay. <laughs> exactly. There's a <coughs> woman choking here. <coughs> Sorry. I was going to have to cough. I bought two. There was one that was the Daredevil Double Ds. <laughs> <laughs> Daredevil really let himself go. <laughs> I, I'm a guy who drinks soda, you know? I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I drink healthy stuff all the time, but this was the most toxic thing I've put in my mouth <laughs> in a long time. In regards to food. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, set you up and you knock them down. <laughs> There's quite a bit going on here. Not a lot of like torso articulation. It looks like there would be where the dicky goes, but <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs>